Blog Talk Radio. Mr. Pop. The views and opinions of this show do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of this network and its affiliates. Welcome to Stay Out of My Place. This is Season 4, Episode 1. It's hard to believe that we've been on the air for four years now. It's just crazy to me. Um, found a kind of a new intro. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Uh, we're doing Short and Sweet tonight. I am actually being joined by Pete and Chris tonight. Hi, guys. What's up, everybody out there in the uh, in the interverse? Hey, what's going on, on the everybody? the machine. What's up, Chris? <laughs> Hi, Chris. Good whalers. Oh, it's a great day today so far. Ranger the Rangers 20. are destroying. They're destroying the Hurricanes. It's fantastic. I knew you were going to be excited. <laughs> and the Devils are losing. It's it's a it's a banner day. Right. <laughs> Only thing, only thing so, that would be better is if the Blues start winning, but <laughs> yeah, the Islanders are beating them one nothing. That's the game that I actually yeah. have on. Yeah, so I need the you Blues. Know. I need the Blues here, and then it'll be a and and it'll be a clean sweep. <laughs> Rangers win, so, Islanders lose, Devils lose, Carolina loses. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <clears throat> it's a great day. Flyers yep. aren't playing though, right? What they won last night. Oh yeah. Yeah, they play later though. I think. Yep. So tonight, guys, are kind of doing a condensed show because you know I have plans at ten o'clock. I don't know about the rest of you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, love those West Coast games. They've been killing me. Um. But, you know, just to kind of jump in here real quick, uh, some news broke on TSN earlier this evening. And I don't know if our listeners have heard about what happened with Bobrovsky and why he got benched and um, the whole backstory. But a little, you know, a little background on that. Um, Bobrovsky got pulled against Tampa Bay. And instead of coming back to the bench in case they needed a goaltender, he goes, showers, gets dressed, and from what I understand, Glee left without the team. <laughs> so um, whether he left without the team is true or not, but that's what reports have been saying. Long story short, he just wasn't a team player. Well, TSN is reporting today that he will, he will be willing to move to waive his no-movement clause. 
so that he can get out of Columbus. Wow. Yeah, I saw the article regarding him uh, being willing to waive his uh, no-trade clause there. Bye-bye, Breadman. Bye-bye, Bruboski. You know, (laughs) everybody knows how Torts is. You just don't pick off Torts because he will scratch you and he will make your life a living hell because that is what Torts does. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did hear – I'm I'm really good friends with a Columbus fan, and she was telling me that apparently news out of Columbus says that Bob had already waived his no-movement clause at the beginning of the season because he didn't want to be in Columbus to begin with. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if you really look at where Bob came from, they kind of rescued him from Philadelphia, and he could be with the, uh, you know, League tying seventh goaltender this year with Philly. <laughs> so, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I mean, do you think Bobrovsky's in the wrong here, or do you think that you know this just they just need to end their ties? Being yeah, being a, being a resident Rangers fan and knowing uh, knowing John Tortorella very intimately as we got to know him from his time here in New York, he, you said it best. He is not the one you want to, you want to tango with. I mean, if you step out of line, he's going to rip you. He's going to rip you and he's going to send you. If he could trade you to another country, he would like, (laughs) so that's, if he's going to waive his no-trade clause, I'm pretty sure they're not going to be sending him anywhere that he wants to go. They're going to be sending him, all right, you want you want to be traded? Here you go. Have fun. Have fun in Ottawa. You know, have fun. Have fun. Have fun in somewhere else that's going to be, a, uh, you know, an absolute disaster. So... That's the way I see Tortorella dealing with this. But Torts is not above taking less back to get rid of a, a guy either. I mean, right. hell, if Torts wanted to, he'd probably just cut him. I could see that happening, honestly. It's, it's, if they can't get what they want, he'll just cut him. He doesn't care. Torts does not care. And he doesn't care what the whole what the locker room thinks. He doesn't care what the fans think. He doesn't care what anybody thinks but but Tortorella, and that and that's what he does. Right. So, what about you, Pete? Yeah. Um, well, it's, it sounds like it's pretty obvious that um, uh, Bubrovsky doesn't want to be there anymore, <clears throat> and it's not like Columbus would. Uh, be terrible without him because uh, what's his name? Corpusalo. Corpusalo is doing okay, especially tonight. He's only let in one and um, nine five eight save percentage there, so you know he's not a bad backup. <clears throat> Great. And he also, I mean, he held the Caps to no goals until they pulled the goalie the other night and sent it to overtime, so he only let one in the other night against the defending yeah. can't ch- cup champs. 
<laughs> so, I mean, it's it's a it's a dangerous game. You play as a hockey player. We know there are players out there that get bad reputations for not being team players. Evander Kane was one of them in Buffalo. Seems to have settled down with the Sharks. Um, you know, there, there's a handful of players out there that you just don't want that reputation. I think he had a worse rep in uh, in Winnipeg, though. Uh, he seemed to settle down in, in Buffalo. Um, right. I, I, cause I didn't mind him there personally. I mean, I know there's a lot of fans out there who are like, you know, they weren't too keen on him, but I like what he brought to the table, you know. A bit of grit, a bit of scoring, and good on him for uh, getting a nice deal over in San Jose. Yeah, and he's fitting in well in San Jose, in my opinion. Funny how... uh, with Evander Kane, I think a lot of that was the con- was the fact that the contract was hanging over his head. A lot of people, you know, got on him and oh, he's not a good team player. He's not a team player because he because he doesn't want to take less money. You know, he was he was said it. He was like, I want to cash in on what I want to do. I I want to make I want to make my money. And now that he's got the contract in San Jose, he's he's set. So he doesn't have to. He doesn't have all that pressure hanging over him. Of do am I going to stay? Am I going to leave? You know, what are we? Are we going to trade him? Are we going to do this? He had to deal with that for like three years. Are they going to deal him? Are they going to trade him at the deadline? Are they going to trade him in the off season? You know, that that can that can get on you because seriously, like. How many people want to be like if you if you went to work every day and they were like, hey, uh, we might be sending you to the uh, we might be sending you to the West Coast branch. You're not going to want to get to know the people around you. You're going to be like, I'm out of here. I'm out of here as soon as my deal's up. I'm not going to get to know any of you. I'm not going to get to know any of my coworkers. I'm just going to do my thing and get out of here. Yeah. I mean, Pete, you're a you're a Sabres fan, so you know a little bit more about that. Um, do you think Chris is, has a fair assumption there? Um, well, yeah, like I said before, like um, I, I don't think I think he fitted in more in Buffalo than he did in uh, in Winnipeg. Um, a large majority of fans in Winnipeg, I think, were probably more along the lines of what what Chris was going on there. Um, I don't think he had that much um, of a problem in uh, in Buffalo there in that respect. That's, to me, that's a fair assumption. I, you know, I think San Jose is a good place for him because they do. San Jose is pretty talented, so he doesn't have to. Yeah. Where in Buffalo, he had to carry the team until Eichel got there, and they started getting younger yeah. in Buffalo. And it's kind of like, yeah. I guess you could kind of compare it to the Phil Kessel thing in Toronto, where Phil had to be the guy and the media loved to hate them. I loved to hate him in Toronto. And I think it was the same for Keane and Buffalo. Yeah. So, 
Um, one of the things that I found this week was that um, the Vegas Golden Knights were helping the NHL test um, puck tracking, puck and player tracking technology. I don't know if you guys knew about this. No. Yeah. So apparently when they played the Ducks last Tuesday and um, and then in their game last Thursday, they were all hooked up to um, – I'm sorry, it was against the Rangers and the Sharks. And they were hooked up to new equipment to try to grow the game a little bit. And all of the data was transmitted in real time. Um, it basically was showing how um, how fast the, the players are on the ice and the skills. It, it's technology that's been used previously in the All-Star games. But it was the first time last Tuesday that it was used in a regular season game. So sensors were added to a player's shoulders pads and pucks, and um, they they were tracking how fast players were skating, how hard the puck was shot. And then um, it was transmitted through different radio frequencies. And um, I believe the pucks were tracked at like 2,000 times per second, and the players were monitored at like 200 times per second using the system. That's wow! Wow! Right? What did they? What did they learn? <laughs> well, they're still analyzing the data. <laughs> yeah, so they're still so they're still they're still working on on what 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 they learned. <laughs> Right, exactly. Um, but I, I just think it's really cool that they're using technology to try to grow, or grow the game. Of course, in the same week that they're doing this, LA Kings had throwback 90s night, and they actually had the glow puck on their feed. Yeah. You know I'm a big <laughs> fan of the glow puck. I love the glow puck. I hated it. <laughs> I love it. I loved it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I was so busy watching that game too because uh, obviously I wasn't I wasn't in uh, North America back then when the infamous glow puck was uh, shooting across the ice. So I actually wanted to watch that game, but I kind of fell asleep early and missed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're yeah. old, Pete. You fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I do. I actually did watch the LA Kings feed, and thank goodness it was not the whole game that they had the glow puck. They had it for parts of the game. Um, to me, oh, okay. I think it's harder. I think it's harder to track the puck when it's glowing. But um, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to but, check you know, in the, uh, on the archives. NHL.com and and watch it a little. And they do that. Like somebody posted a video shortly after the game ended. And I was just like, yep, it was like the 90s. I couldn't follow the puck. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I I just find it funny because everybody hated it. Everybody hated it. It was like the biggest thing. It was like the thing to hate back, back in the day. Yep, and I um, was like, I don't really care. It it did not bother me. That's why I say I I don't I liked it because I just everybody hated it, and I was like, it's fine. It didn't didn't change the game for me. 
It did for a lot of people, though. Um, I guess I should interrupt here because we kind of just started out like in a run here. But um, if you guys want to call in and join in our discussion, ask us questions, talk about your team, our number to call in is 646-668-8467. You can call in and grace us with your presence as well. Um, as you guys see, I are here because you can't see us, thank goodness, right? Uh, <laughs> but uh, as you can hear, Rob, who usually co-hosts with me, is once again MIA. Rob says he has the flu. I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt that his team lost last night. So <laughs> just kidding, Rob. Feel better. We miss you. <laughs> what, what was the score of that game? Six, three Six or something? Three or something like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, the Leafs haven't been doing so well since Zealander uh, came back. Seven million dollar man. <laughs> yes, uh yeah. official confirmation it was three is the final score there. Right. And Chris the Blues tied it up, so you know you they did. That and the there. Rangers and the Rangers are now up five to one. <laughs> I almost got to tell I almost want to tell him slow down, save save some save some for another game, because you know <laughs> it's like five goals is crazy, especially for, for the Rangers. Rangers yeah. Uh, Jesus unfortunately, happy, that's for sure. Right, I was gonna say unfortunately, it's not really a big deal with um, Calgary scoring more than five lately. They have what, like five or six touchdowns this year? Yeah, five TDs. Yep, yeah. they're leading the charge. Yeah. Nope. So, Chris, you're a Rangers fan, and I, I kind of wanted—I kind of wanted to talk about Rick Nash and how he had to suddenly retire due to concussions. Nah, yeah, that, that was a bit of a bummer, right? That's a bad. It really it's was. it's a sad thing. I mean, but I mean, he is he is one of those guys who he was so susceptible to that because that's all he did was drive towards the net. Yeah. So I mean, his game was not built on his game was not built on hanging out by the blue line, taking shots, or ripping wristers. His his game was built on drive towards the net, get beaten up and hope that this puck finds her stick. You know, so it's kind of, it's kind of, if you know the way that he played, you're kind of like, oh, he had concussions? Sounds about right. Right. And, you know, I think it's really cool because Columbus is honoring him with letting him drop the puck on Sunday, I believe. It's either Saturday or Sunday. He's doing the uh, ceremonial puck drop. Well, the oh, last yeah, time they did, they did they did something for him the last time they played the Rangers. It was like his 200th game or something. I don't know what, I, I don't, 
I forget what it was last year, but they did something for him when they were against the Rangers. They did something for him. I don't. I forget what it was. It was some milestone game. Oh, okay. And they had what him come out and. Eat? That was um. He dropped the puck on um. On uh, when did they last play? Sunday. Was it Sunday? Uh, was it this past Sunday? <clears throat> yeah, the Jacks and the Rangers there. Oh, okay. Yeah. He did the ceremonial uh, puck drop. Oh, okay. I must have read that article incorrectly. I thought it was this weekend. So, I'm in the past, still. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, it, the good thing about it is the, the, the Blue Jackets have always looked at Rick Nash as, what you know, they kind of claimed him as one of their own. You know, he's kind of like yeah the person that put that franchise on the map and they treat him that way. You know, every time he comes back there's something something good. So at least he at least he went out in that in that arena and not you know and not and not somewhere and not somewhere else or you know was he, he was able to call it quits before it got, you know before it got too bad, so right where he can actually have a life after hockey. Yeah, which is, as we all know, is very important. Yeah. So, you know, just a thousand <laughs> games. Played. Yep. So I don't know if you guys know, but a lot of people are really confused about the new role in hockey. Um, with the offside goal challenge, you know, the one that you're now penalized for. I've gotten a lot of, like, through my Facebook feed and in different groups where people are like, how did they uh, challenge another play or, or how did they have a timeout? And the rule is if you challenge it for offsides and you lose, you're penalized. So they're not going to take away your timeout, too. So just, you know, so that doesn't come as a surprise to everybody. That's why you have – still have your time out if you challenge offsides and lose because you're penalized with the, uh, the the other team gets the power play it's like when a it's like if a goalie makes a penalty right they just they put a random person in the box exactly and I guess it became a big deal because like it was three games in a row that teams had challenged offsides and lost. And then, like, everybody was like, well, how does our team still have a timeout? <laughs> well, because you got penalized because you were wrong. <laughs> They're not going to take away both things. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I actually had to look it up. It was like, okay, wait a second. I know there's a reason why this is happening. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Where they changed the rule, you get to keep your time out because you have to penalty kill now. I mean, maybe they should make it. I don't know. I mean, how many how many times is that? I would like to see the numbers of how many times that that's helped somebody out. 
you know, where where the team has scored on the power play. Yeah, on the ensuing power play. You know, I, I would like to see those numbers. Uh, and maybe maybe that is, uh, you know, I don't know what to, because I don't know if that's, that's that much of a deterrent for a team to say, ah, let's just challenge this, see what happens. We get the penalty anyway, we'll just hold them on the penalty kill. Like, I don't know if that's a better deterrent or hey, you got it wrong, you lose your, you know, you lose your timeout, so you don't get to use it later. I, I don't know. I don't know what the better deterrent is. Right. I would think because sometimes, you know, a power play gives a team momentum. I would think the power play is kind of the better uh, solution to it. Yeah, like I said, I I don't know. I don't know what what teams would want to do. I would assume you would not want to be on the penalty kill, so you would want to be that much more sure of, all right, we know that this is not a goal, but at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, they usually, I think they all have like a video guys though, right, that can watch it like right away and say, okay, coach, yeah, you know, like, call it as a challenge type deal. Yeah, but guys still get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like goalie I mean, interference. <laughs> I mean, guys still get it wrong. Because like, you know if you're watching it, it there there are many a times you're watching something and you're like, oh, you're like, he was definitely offsides. And then you go back, look at it. Yeah. And you could look at it ten different times and come up with five five times you're like, yeah, it was offsides. The other five you're like, oh, he was onside. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's like flip a coin, right? Just like GI. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what I say. No, every, no way time, every time it comes to goalie <laughs> interference, I look at it and I'm going, okay, flip a coin. Because there was a uh-huh. interference call the other night in the Pittsburgh game, and they determined that it was not goaltender interference. Well, after they showed the angle, the correct angle that Toronto, I guess, gets, or whoever unit you know, Toronto looks at all these, but um, Murray was actually out in the white paint. So, therefore, it wasn't goaltender interference because that player has a right to that white paint. He wasn't in the, the crease. He wasn't in the blue crease. So... Um, but, you know, and then you look at some of these goaltender interferences and they say, it's no goaltender interference. And you're like, I hope that guy left his number <laughs> because mm-hmm. that was terrible. <laughs> yeah, he was getting up close and personal right there. <laughs> exactly. And they call it a good goal and there's no goalie interference. And so I think every team in Toronto or Toronto has a coin for every team heads with their, like, logo and tails with, like, their color, and then they flip it, and that's what determines goalie interference. (laughs) (laughs) 
Some teams it's probably no and no. Exactly. It depends on who it is and what mood that guy is in that has to make that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, it's it's difficult to make a goalie interference call because their players are allowed in the crease. And, yeah. you know, back in the day, players weren't allowed in the blue paint at all. Um, note the infamous Brett Hall goal in the Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, now it's a little bit more difficult. And I know the referees are just human. You know, they have their moments too. But the best thing is when Wes McCauley is calling the game and he has to make that determination that there's no goal. And he's so dramatic about it. I love it. (laughs) So, but um, before we get to our fun time here, and uh, I guess I should explain a little bit. Since most teams are halfway through the season, most have played 42 games, we are going to revisit our way too early playoff predictions from right before the season started. (laughs) uh, We really need to revisit these because a lot of us had the Kings (laughs) going to the playoffs. (laughs) Some of us need to blow blow our playoff chances up. Some of us had uh, the Blues in there as well. Yep. (laughs) Hey, the the Blues are making a run. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. They're making a run. So before we get to that, because that's kind of how we're going to end our show today, by talking about that, um, I wanted to talk about the uh, potential work stoppage for the NHL in 2020. Um, They're actually, this is kind of surprising because, you know, those who have been hockey fans for a while now, every time they need a new collective bargaining agreement under Bettman's tenure, it never goes well. And this time, they feel like it's going to go better than it has under Batman's tenure. Um, I think the big things are going to be that the owners may have to lock out the players for not signing a new CBA. But there's optimism on both sides. I think the biggest issue is going to be the Olympics because that was a huge issue last year with players wanting to play for their home countries. Yeah. Um, The Players Association gets to vote on it on the 15th of September of this year. Right. On whether they want to um, terminate the agreement or not, which means there'll be just like one year and then. And I mean, it's kind of sad that this is coming up because hockey is really starting to get its footing again with people, um, especially a lot of, and no offense, but you know, Canadians, they love hockey anyway. They'll watch. Canadian Hockey League, if there's no NHL, they'll watch juniors, they'll watch um, whatever, hockey. But Americans, a lot of Americans have been very fed up with the National Football League. And so a lot of Americans are really starting to 
go back to hockey. If they have another stoppage in 2020, I think it's just going to set the sport back again. Because um, right now, oh, no. I don't know if, if they if they have another <clears throat> if they have another work stoppage where they miss games, it, it, hockey's not coming back. That's what both these sides need to need to need to understand, and it's kind of from the article that you that you turned me on to Kim and that I was reading reading the article and reading the guy saying the the players need to stick to their guns on it whatever side whatever happens if if the league is forced to lock out the players it's the the whole hockey's never going to recover it'll never recover from this one I mean, they're they're barely recovering from the last strike. If they go on strike right. again, people are uh, there are so many people out there that are you know obviously you'll keep the diehards who are like it's hockey we're gonna watch. There are people who are just gonna go, I'm done. I don't really, I, I don't care anymore. And and those are the people that you need to keep around. You cannot have another work stoppage. If they have a, I mean, think about it. Hockey that would give hockey two work stoppages. No other, no other sport has had anything, has had any work stoppage in in that time frame. So people would be, so people would be done. They'd be like, we're done with this. We don't, we don't need that. Plus the things that the things that they're squabbling over are just ridiculous. Like they're so minuscule things. That it, I, I, I don't see why they would want to go to a work stoppage over over the things that they're they're going for. I mean, we're talking about long term contracts versus, uh, you know, versus paying paying team uh paying players up front rather than paying them on the back end. Um, you you mentioned the Olympics. I mean that that those that stuff that can be that stuff that can be worked out. All you have to do is sit down and talk to somebody and say, "What is more important, playing in this league or playing in the Olympics?" And you right. figure it out. You know, you figure it out where you say, "I think we we talked about this last time the Olympics were coming around. We said, you know, why not just do it where you have." You you have up to a certain age that can play. You know, if you've been in if you if you've been in the league less than a certain amount of years, you can go play. You know, if if it, that that's these are the things that they need to that they need to work out, and it, it doesn't take that long. It's not it's not like a it's not something that they need to shut the league down for. Because if they do that, like I said, if they do that, the sport is dead. And that's that's a really good yeah, point I, there. I can... Go ahead, Pete. I wouldn't say it'd be dead. Like, um, you know, after the last lockout, you know, there was people saying, oh, I'm never going to watch another game again. Oh, I'm leaving the NHL. Like, screw them, blah, blah, blah. I mean, the game is bigger than it's ever been. It's making billions of dollars in revenue. Um, people are going to keep coming back. They just love the game so much. 
I mean, you'll have a few that might drop off the wagon, but I think generally speaking, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a safe bet that you'll still see full arenas, you know, here, there, and everywhere. Unless you're like Carolina or Florida Panthers, because they just can't seem to sell out regardless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very tongue and Ottawa's the same way. I mean, Ottawa did that whole big ticket drive to give out free tickets to get people to come to play or to watch them play over the summer. Um, but, you know, I I think it's coming at a bad time because, you know, Canada has TSN up there, Pete, which is your big sports network. Here in America, we have ESPN. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, is that ESPN is starting to play hockey games on ESPN+. Plus. And ESPN is trying to get the TV contract away from NBC to get hockey back on ESPN. For people here in the States, if ESPN is going to talk about a sport, that's worth going to gain popularity here. And the Blues just lost in overtime 2-1. Hey, they got a point. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I, I just think it's coming at a wrong time because, like you said, Pete, the sport is really growing, and it is bigger than what it has been. I mean, each year the cap goes up, which is great news, you know. Um, you can sign those role players, you know, t- to keep them home, basically. So... Um, you know, I I agree. I'm gonna I, I I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. Um, it'll break my heart if there's a work stoppage because then I won't have anything to do at night. So, <laughs> and we all we all know it's about me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I do have to tell you though, um, everybody that listens to the show and has listened to the show for the last four seasons knows that I'm a Penguin fan. And somebody put me into a Capitals group, which is really cool for me to see, you know, how fans react to winning a Stanley Cup the next season because, I, you know, I've seen it. And I was pleasantly surprised that um, Cap fans are having meltdowns about their little slump right now because Wait, of the fact you, you, that... You mean they don't... They don't have an Ovechkin challenge? No, see no. How, see, see how long you can stay drunk? No, unfortunately they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I figure that would be a capital staple right there. <laughs> so the other day they were talking about this wonderful, you know, they were having a great hockey discussion. And they were talking about how, you know, They shouldn't have let Trots go because look at the Islanders and how well they're doing. The Islanders are pretty hot right now. And that, you know, that's what makes the Metro take up and, you know, take notice of them. But um, so they were talking about this and I wrote in there that, um, you know, Washington will probably have little slumps throughout the season because of the cup hangover. Um, I'm not 100% sure all their players are sober yet, Um, you know, and uh, somebody was like, who let a pen fan in here? 
And somebody vouched for me and said, it's okay, her own fan base hates her. And they're like, well, welcome to the cast group. This is the best thing to happen to me all week. That's awesome. I thought that was the greatest thing ever, and I wanted to share that. Um, and then I get to brag a little bit because we haven't been on since Christmas. And I do have to say I have the greatest husband in the world. For Christmas this year, I got a Mario Lemieux jersey. I got a Marc-Andre Fleury Vegas jersey, which you guys know I'm, like, totally thrilled about. And on top of that, this weekend is my birthday weekend. And Kyle got me tickets to go see the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins play the Hershey Bears on Saturday night. So I will be doing some Facebook Live from the uh, AHL this weekend for the show. Nice. So I'm really excited about that. So you got so you got AHL this year and no no ghosts? Uh, no ghost hunting I, for your birthday? No, well, we're going ghost hunting in March. So. <laughs> there you go. But, um, there you go. Yeah. And then also <laughs> in March, as part of my combined Christmas and birthday, because my birthday comes up shortly after Christmas, Kyle always tries to – Combine my gifts so that, you know, he can get them all done at once. But March 12th, I will be at the Penn's Caps game in Pittsburgh. So I'm really excited about that. Not sure some players will be excited that I'm going to a game, but I'm excited. You got it. When is that, March 12th? March 12th, yes. You gotta, you gotta apply. You gotta, you gotta try to apply for a uh, for a press pass. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna see my name and be like, no. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> yeah, media it, pass. It, it, it's it's possible. It's possible. We we are we are part of the media now. We are part of the media. Um, I might scare some people if I did that, but. <laughs> all you all you gotta do is figure out what you gotta do and. Get get management to sign off on it because you you already got the tickets you're already going to be there exactly so Can you I've gotten some really oh my gosh I've gotten some really great tips about this time around of where to go for warm up talks and things like that but I will be doing Facebook Live so you know everybody can enjoy it too because hockey is hockey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'm really excited because Kyle will actually get to see his minor league team win the Hershey Bears, and then he actually gets to see the Caps in Pittsburgh. So he gets to go to enemy territory this year. But, all right, guys, we have you know about 15 minutes left. Um, let's go ahead and have fun now where we revisit our – Way too early playoff predictions, and they were way too early. Way too early. So, Rob, the next show that we do, and Rob actually comes on the air and not hiding because his lace got torn up or lost or anything like that, Rob said he will revisit his picks. But just to remind everybody, for the Western Conference, Rob had Vegas, San Jose, L.A., Winnipeg, Nashville, St. Louis, Colorado, and Minnesota. For the Eastern Conference, he had Washington, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Tampa Bay, 
Toronto, Boston, Florida, and Buffalo. <laughs> so Rob will revisit those picks. Now, Mandy, who is one of our listeners, and she had let us know that night who she wanted to take, originally had taken the Jets, the Predators, the Blues, the Avalanche, Vegas, L.A., San Jose, and Edmonton. <laughs> and then in the Eastern Conference, she had the Caps, the Pens, the Jackets, the Devils, Boston, Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Carolina. So when I talked to Mandy earlier tonight, Mandy wanted to take out the Blues and replace them with the Canucks and replace the Kings with the Stars. And then in the Eastern Conference, Mandy wanted to just get rid of the Devils and go with Buffalo. And she says she's doing that for you, Pete. (laughs) Can't we all just get rid of the Devils? (laughs) Now, if we got rid of the Devils, Lou, one of our callers, would be so devastated. Oh, yes. uh, Lou would be devastated. So, um, can't get rid of the devils. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, which one of you guys want to go first? (laughs) Pete, why don't you go first? I'll be the the guinea pig. Hand Hand out my picks. Okay. So, Pete, originally back in early September, had picked for the Western Conference, the Sharks, the Blues, the Predators, the Jets, the Avalanche, the Kings, Vegas, and the Flames. Which, I mean, besides yeah, the Kings, the Kings. <laughs> Except for the Kings and, um, Kings and Blues. Well, right. the Blues right now, they're only... Uh, there are only three games out of a wild card spot, so you never know. Oh, two games out, sorry. Wow. Yeah, yeah they they're, only two po- they're only two points behind. They're only a win behind. But, yeah, super close, yeah. <clears throat> the East is a little more spread out, though. It is. Um. So, do you want to go ahead and pick somebody besides the Kings? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to flip any of your picks for the midseason? Yeah, I'll, for the um, I'll ditch the Kings. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I will go... Who am I going to go? You know what? I'm going to go off the wall and go the Oils. Okay. Well, Mandy yeah. originally picked the Oilers, and she's she's staying with them. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So for your Eastern Conference, Pete, you went the Leafs, the Bolton, Florida, Pittsburgh, Washington, <laughs> Philadelphia, and the Devils. <laughs> Oh, ouch. Oh, Florida and Philly. Oh, especially Philly. That's just bad. 
They're like 15 <laughs> points back of Montreal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they're, they're only a point above Ottawa for the basement of the Eastern Conference. <laughs> and Sackick is looking at Ottawa going, please stay in last place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, uh, Ottawa and L.A. are tied right now. Oh. For last and least. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'd definitely ditch Florida. And obviously, um, Philly. (laughs) (laughs) If Philly makes the playoffs, I would laugh. (laughs) I would eat my words. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Somebody would have to really have a really bad, bad, bad second half of the season. (laughs) So I've got two really bad picks there, eh? Yes, you do. Maybe three with the I Devils. Do. I've got the Devils in there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. you do. Oh wow! You what have Toronto. The... What was I thinking? Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> it was way too early. <laughs> it was way, way too early. Drugs are bad, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Okay, I'll switch out um uh, Wow. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go for those I'm gonna switch those three brutal picks and switch them <laughs> up with um Carolina. Okay. Buffalo. Okay. And I need one more. One more team, eh? You know what? Bugger it. Let's just go Rangers. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. So we will revisit these at playoff time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did. <laughs> Pete's not going to win this game. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> oh, do you want it to keep the blues in, right, Pete? Who, me? Yeah, um, you wanted to keep the blues. Did I keep the blues? Yeah, because you didn't give me a team to replace them if you want it. What was my other uh oh that's right. Yeah, I switched Edmonton right for LA. Right. I put Edmonton in. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll keep the blues. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now it's Chris's turn. <laughs> Yay. So I know my 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 whole my Western conference is god awful. <laughs> so for Chris, his Eastern Conference was Washington, Pittsburgh. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm right. Sorry. Washington, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Tampa Bay, Boston, Toronto. You also had the Flyers and the Devils. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I'm I'm making those I'm making those changes right now. 
definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely putting in. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in Montreal. Okay. And then it, then it comes close, and just because they're probably gonna do this just to spite me, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Islanders. Oh, I thought you were gonna go with the Canes. <laughs> no, those words those words don't come out of my mouth. I can't. It, 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 I just can't form the words. Well, when you said they were gonna do it in spite, just to spite you, I immediately thought Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of teams that can spite me, apparently. But yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna go with the Islanders. So, all right. So you're happy with your Eastern Conference now? I am happy with my. I mean, do you really have to be happy with the Eastern Conference? I mean, right now, yeah. is is anybody but Tampa Bay gonna gonna take any? I mean, Tampa Bay is like miles ahead. Well, listen, you know, not to be political or anything, but President Trump bought cheeseburgers and stuff for Clemson, who won the um, college championship. Yeah, that's fantastic. And Phil Kessel now wants to win a Stanley Cup so that he can have the same thing. So, you know, the memes are going around. (laughs) So Pittsburgh's winning the the Cup, you know, because Phil Kessel wants free cheeseburgers. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the motivation for a three for a uh, triple Stanley Cup champion, eh? <laughs> exactly for three and four years. <laughs> it's all the motivation Phil needs: cheeseburgers. It's all about the cheeseburgers with old Donald. <laughs> exactly. All right, so Chris, your Western. All right, Western Conference. This is where we got to put in some work here. Right. So you have. I think I have like three. I. Yep, I have Nashville. The Sharks, the Jets, Vegas, and then on the other side he has the Kings, the Blues, the Oilers, and Chicago. Yes. (laughs) Yes. All right. Hold on. All right. I'm sticking with the Edmonton Oilers because I still think if they don't make the playoffs, they're going to fire the entire organization. So okay, I'm I'm gonna Except stick with I'm gonna uh, yeah they might they might just make Connor McDavid and just say Connor McDavid you are our organization we'll figure everything else out <laughs> later I mean how they don't make the playoff how they are not in the playoff like contention it doesn't just doesn't make any sense but I'm gonna stick well, with Edmonton. All right, I'm gonna throw. I, I didn't. I didn't have my Colorado Avalanche, so I'm gonna put my Colorado. I'm gonna put Colorado back in there. Okay. I'm sticking with the Blues. The okay. Yes, I'm removing the Kings. I'm removing the Blackhawks because they're already selling out. So I'm gonna get rid of those two. I'm. I'm gonna get rid. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep the blues and I, there's gotta be one more that I'm missing. Well, you wanna keep Nashville, you wanna keep San Jose, Winnipeg, yes. Vegas, 
you're adding the Avalanche, you're keeping the Blues, you're keeping Edmonton, and then there's one more. There's one more, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going, I, I got to go with Calgary. All right. I mean, they are lighting it up, and anytime, anytime you can get teams that are scoring touchdowns, you got to go with it. But I question them in the playoffs because that usually slows down. Right. Well, the the point of this game is that they get into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. They got to get there first. Right. And I am, like, I am Be- highlighting Holy and writing, cow. writing in a different I, color I, so that we can revisit these at playoff time with our original and our updated picks. Yeah, um, as we're as we're updating things, um, end of the second period, Nashville is up six to one on the Capitals. Ouch! Yeah, I was just gonna say we're on TD one. It's six to one after two. <laughs> they still got a whole period left. Well, Nashville has had has uh, Nashville has had Washington's number for a while. But holy moly, six to one! Mm-hmm. Wow. Arvidsson has a hat trick. <laughs> Who has a hat trick? Arvidsson. Oh wow. Benino, 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 Benino has a double. Nice. All right, so I'm going to revisit my picks now. And I was actually really scared to open my notebook and look at these because I couldn't remember who I picked. <laughs> So, I am, for the Western Conference, I have the Sharks, Vegas, Jets, Preds, Az, Blues, Kings, and Dallas. I'm actually only going to flip out the Kings. And I'm going to replace them with the Flames. I feel pretty confident with the rest of them. For my Eastern Conference... I had the Penguins, the Capitals, Sabres, Devils, Boston, Leafs, Panthers, and the Bolts. I'm flipping out the Devils for the Islanders and the Panthers for the Jackets. So I'm pretty comfortable with my Western Conference. I mean, I, the Kings, that was hit or miss. Um, the Jackets, I didn't know how well they were going to do knowing how Tortorella's history is with teams. And so Florida has disappointed me this year. And the Devils are almost there, but I just think that they'll miss the playoffs this year. So that's who I'm flipping. So everybody's pretty well, confident remember, and comfortable. You remember last year how the devil the devils made it because they jumped out to such a good such a hot start. Right. You know, it it, it just it it just snowballed the whole season. This year they didn't have that start. So I I I I really question whether the devils can get back into this. Yeah, and the metro is so tough. You know, it's everybody's so close right now. Um, you saw with Pittsburgh mm-hmm. lost one mm-hmm. game against LA. Columbus is on a th- four-game winning streak, 
and jumped Pittsburgh. So now they are three points above Pittsburgh, but tied with Washington. So Washington and Columbus both have 59 points right now. That's how close it is. You lose one game, you can drop one standing. Buffalo is the yeah. same way. Buffalo is three points behind Montreal for the wild card spot right now. Yeah, and then Tampa Bay is just miles ahead of everybody. Yeah, and Tampa Bay is not only miles ahead of everybody, they're a plus 56 right now in the dif- differential, which is just – they're crazy. not beating teams. They're whooping teams. <laughs> so, yeah, real quick. Yeah, these odds are um... – <laughs> Jersey will well, only be able to rely on the uh, wild card spot. There's no way they're getting into the top three. Right. Yeah, yeah after like probably six, Carolina and the Rangers. I don't think anybody below the Rangers right now even have a chance to get into the playoffs, to be honest. Thanks. So... Yeah, I don't even really? think the Rangers. I mean, the Rangers are are going to be they're going to be out of it soon. And they're talking about um trading Zuccarella. He's on the trading block right now from what I've heard. Oh, yeah, cuz he's oh, wow. just cuz he just scored. I think he scored Oh, who'd you say Zuccarella? Yeah. Oh no, that was uh, Zabinajad scored two tonight, so they'll probably end up trading him too. <laughs> it's they'll a be like, oh, you can, oh, you can score. We don't, we don't do that here. We're not looking for scoring. Get out of here. Yeah, that's so not Ranger quick, hockey. We don't score goals. We have a caller, so we'll go ahead and take this caller nice. before we end our show. Hi, you're okay. on the air with Kim Pete. Kim Pete and Chris, who's this? Hey, Kim, it's Lou. Welcome back. Hey, hey what's going on, Lou? Lou? Yeah, what happened? Oh, we took a little hiatus, and Rob decided that he wasn't going to do a show because the Leafs lost last night. No, I'm kidding. Chicken. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we took um, a couple of weeks off for holidays true, and, uh, you know, yeah. And things like that, but you know, we're going to try to be a little bit more regular here. It probably won't be a show every week, maybe every other right. week. If not, you All know, right. we're at least going to get one in a month. So good, glad to hear it. I'm not so crazy so about how the Rangers. So you know, you're thinking Zuccarello is uh, looks like to be trade or or Zabinajed. I think maybe I would trade Zabinajed. It's <laughs> because he scored, right? Because he's scoring. Yeah, well, Rangers, why would, why not... would you trade somebody who's scoring? Who, why would you trade somebody who's being productive for your team instead of someone who is not being productive for your team? So why would you because I think you're trade the wrong right. guy? Because that's not Rangers hockey. The Rangers don't <laughs> score. Obviously, he's not. not play, he's not sticking <laughs> to the game plan. He's not. He's not with the game plan here. We don't score goals. That's just that's not why we're how we play. This year so far. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We, that, that they got you got to follow the game plan. Then again, the, the game plan is win games either. one nothing or 
whatever. That's how the Rangers play. Yeah, defensive trapping. Mm-hmm. You're not going to win games that way. No, you're not. And we were just talking about how um, how competitive the top teams in the Metro are right now. I mean, you could easily lose a spot or two with one loss. It's just crazy. It's murder. You know what I hate? Yes. It's when you're in fantasy and um, you have uh, zibby, 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 but you don't play him. You leave him on the bench and he gets you like four points plus one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. That's... Are you playing me this week in <laughs> fantasy, Pete? <laughs> no, I'm getting destroyed. Maybe he is. <laughs> Absolutely I destroyed. Wish. Who are you playing? <clears throat> Rob. Oh, no. Yeah. Aww. Oh, dear. Unfortunately, oh. his goaltending by Rob. big time, so I might be able to get some points back on the goaltending side by the looks. <laughs> he got I was going to say, he's, he, One he has win, <laughs> Yeah, Anderson got lit up last mm. night. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you guys had Rob on Facebook, his feed was hilarious. He was like, "That's the softest goal I've ever seen." <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> you have to understand, Rob's biggest fear is playing Boston in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I don't blame him because we all know how that's going to turn out. <laughs> I don't blame him. Hashtag Tony not. <laughs> no, um, Kim. Just so yes. you know, just so you're aware, your team is too busy. Your team is too busy losing right now. Uh-oh. Your fantasy team. Oh, uh, to you? Yeah, to me. So you'll probably <laughs> end up winning by the end of this week. Right. See, what needs to happen is this. I don't care who beats me as long as it's not my coworker, John, because I can give him, you know, I can troll him in real life. And uh, he's lost to me the last two times we've played, and he hasn't been very happy. (laughs) (laughs) So. I can only imagine. (laughs) So what's on your mind tonight, Lou, before we wrap up? Well, we got, you know, of course, we got the uh, All-Star game coming up, but uh, it's going to be without one of their best players. No, Crossy's playing in the All-Star game. The big O is not. (laughs) I had to. You know I had to. I know, Um, I know. I'm not upset with Ovechkin for not playing in the All-Star game. A lot of people are. I get it, yeah, but still, I mean, one of the Angels... Biggest draws, and that would have, you know, that would have, you know, put more interest in the game. But he's uh, says he needs his rest. That's what he said. Right. 
Well, well I mean, he I just mean, has a he has a newborn baby. He's still probably hungover from <clears throat> celebrating the cup win. Yeah, he's <laughs> celebrated the cup all, all summer. I mean, the guy does need a the guy does need a break. And I mean, it it it's the All Star game. Like, who cares? Like, so we don't see Ovechkin score fifteen goals. Like, right. And basically. For the All Star Game, the All Star Game should basically be one of those, uh, you know, old school hockey net things where they had like the the block, you know, the whole net is blocked except for like yeah. a couple little cutouts. That's basically how it should be. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, but it is. But they have made the All-Star game, uh, you know, interesting with their format over the last few years. Damn. I have to interrupt here a minute. Did you know that Niemi stopped 51 out of 52 shots tonight? Wow. It's a hell of a game. (laughs) Right? And I mean, Miami, he gets a bad rep. Montreal yeah, their got outshot. Montreal's getting outshot 52 to 24, but winning 4 to 1. Mm, that's, yep. That yeah, is yeah. just crazy. Holy moly. Welcome, welcome to Florida Panthers hockey. Yeah. Yeah. And Sorry it is now that. six to two, I think, Washington. Or uh Nashville's still beating Washington, but I think it's six to two now. But um Yep. I think I think oh, we lost right. Pete. I think his call dropped, you know. And uh but we wanted I wanted to kind of do a condensed show tonight just to let people know that we're still here. And I'm actually going to go ahead and end this show so that I can enjoy my late-night hockey that I had to prep with a lot of coffee for. <laughs> well, that's right. Oh, right. They dropped the puck already. you got yeah. to get in there. Uh, I'm sitting yeah. here right in front of the TV watching it. Don't don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Kimmy, it's, it's nice having you back. Thank you, Lou. It's great that you called in and found us. I, I try to advertise I give it. Up. So, you know, I, I, I try to advertise it. it. But, yeah, we, you know, look, I moved in. Look, if you get a chance, call, look, a chance uh, call my show on Saturday nights. I will. I can't do it this Saturday. I'll be at a game. I'm going to the AHL, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton Penguins, and right. Hershey Bears game. What time is the game? So. What, what time 7 is o'clock. Oh, my my show starts at six. So. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm going to be doing some Facebook lives from the uh, the arena while I'm up there. All right. You know. Well, when you ever get a Lou, chance, you know, you know, call in the show. I mean, because I could I could use I can use you know the callers. Definitely, definitely will do. All but right. thank you so much for calling in, Lou, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. 
All right, Chris. Well, it's just you and I. Like I said, Pete, you know, Canada, they can't hold their calls up there. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. It, I love my Canadian listeners. It's Canada. <laughs> it's Canada. What can you say? That exchange, that exchange, that exchange rate. <laughs> and every time I think of Canada, I always think of South Park. But that's a totally different mm-hmm. show for different nights. <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> Thanks so much for stepping in and co-hosting with me and Pete tonight um, to pick up Rob's slack, you know, because I'm still going to give Rob hell for, you know, getting sick on me when he was, no he was really it's, looking forward to doing this it's show. It's okay. But, my, um, my team won. My team won, so so it's it's okay. Yeah, I have a long way to wait. I have probably another hour and a half to two hours to figure out who's going to win this game. <laughs> but, well, you know so what's going to, you know, what's going to happen. You better hope they win. Otherwise next, next time you're on Niners faithful is going to be all up in your grill. Oh, I, I know he will be. I'm surprised he didn't call in tonight to start a little uh, chirping before the game. But, oh, um, he's at the game. I, I oh, that's right. Post. He is going. He's at, he's at the game. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? The best thing is, even if we lose this game, we still won a cup in this building three years ago. (laughs) There you go. So, But, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening and to keeping up with us and following us on our Facebook page. If you don't like our page, go ahead and give it a like. And um, once things settle down and we get into a routine, you know, all our information is on there. I really appreciate everybody that's listening, calling in, giving me articles, et cetera, et cetera. Pete, thanks so much for calling in and co-hosting as well. Um, Chris, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. Make sure you check out Chris's show in the same station tomorrow night at 8 p.m. That's right. Sit down, Standard sit down time. sports show, 8 o'clock. Um, you know, if you ever miss – if 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 Stay Out of My Crease is not on and you want to talk hockey, just wait an extra day. Call up our show. We'll we'll take you we'll take you on. We'll we'll pick up the hockey slack uh, Wednesday night. <laughs> and Chris will just message me and be like, "Hey, you want to call in and talk hockey?" <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If something's going on, we'll figure out how to we'll figure out how to get how to get it on. But exactly. we usually leave the hockey up to up to the experts, but. We do enjoy talking hockey, so if anybody out there wants to get their their stuff on, there's not a show. There's always a show on Wednesday night, so we'll, right. we'll take you. We'll take you. And you know, just to let everybody know too, and um, I'm going to kind of clump Chris in with this as well. If you have your own podcast and you would like to network with Stay Out of My Crease and I'm sure Chris would be happy to do the same thing, or even any of the other Radio AFS shows, just give us a a message. Um, make sure you like Radio AFS's page as well on Facebook. You can always shoot the page a message and say, hey, I want to network with Stay Out of My Crease, or I want to network with um, Sit Down Sports Talk or um, Niner Faithful Radio. There's so many different shows on Radio AFS, and it's a great opportunity to network. Chris and I always network between ourselves. I'm, I call into his show. He calls into mine. He helps me co-host, you know. So if you're interested in networking with Stay Out of My Crease, just give us a, a message, and we'd be happy to do that. If you would like to be a guest on our show and talk about your team for an hour, you know, hit us up. 
we would definitely love that. We've had um, Mark Kelly from ESPN on here. We've had um, Ralph Garcia from NGS Sports. And Ralph is very knowledgeable Predators fan. Love talking to him. Going to get him on the show here shortly to, you know, the uh, first of the year to get things settled down. But, yeah, if you guys want to network, please feel free to just shoot us a message. But, again, thanks, everybody. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Keep an eye on our Facebook page for our next scheduled show. Na- have a great Nashville. Future. Nashville did it. They got they got to seven. Nice. They got the touchdown and the extra point. Yep. So that's a good way. That's a good way to end it. The Capitals gave up seven. <laughs> yep. Depends on what side of the fence you're on. If you're a cat king, you're not very happy right now. But, yeah, but it, it does. It's okay for me, and it's okay for you. So exactly. There we go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great night.